to stay one age for the rest of your life, what age would that be? 33. Why 33? Because 33, I was in awesome shape. We were having a great time traveling, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I think it was a good time in life. No kids. True. You wouldn't have kids if you did that. That's true. Just curious. Okay. I wasn't, wasn't really thinking about them. I was just, just thinking about when I was my best self. Gotcha. I would think it would play much more into, do you retain the knowledge that you have now? Or are you, because I would, I'd say like 21 and I would just not do as many dumb things as I did because I would already have the experience of doing them. Well, yeah, I did not figure in getting to keep your knowledge. So, I mean, I guess I guess eventually, if you got to stay the same age, you would kind of gain the same worldly knowledge to a certain degree. Yeah. As long as you learned from your mistakes. Yeah. I think it goes like 25-ish. Still real good, like stamina, you know, muscles are doing pretty good still. <laughs> I don't think I had hemorrhoids yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would stay. I would stay around there. I could still. I. I didn't just like gain weight by looking at a piece of uh, piece of pie. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen to you till your forties. I know. Uh huh. Well, that's what I like about about my early thirties. So I was in great shape. Had good confidence. Good mm-hmm. sense of self. All right, good deal. So I guess neither one of us is keeping the kids, huh? Mm, guess not. All right, good to know. <laughs> good to know. Does that have anything to do with what just happened? Nah. Welcome to Whiskey, Wine, and Parenting. I'm Nick. And I'm Paige. And after the day we've had, we have a ghost. Yes, and we need a drink. What was that? I don't know. It was the chair doing weird stuff. Or we need two dozen drinks. That's usually the case. I was going to say two because mm-hmm. today was actually a pretty good day until the shitstorm palooza that just fucking happened. What? There's not always a temper tantrum? The whole process of getting ready for bed and going to sleep? Oh, good God. I could only hear it from the other room and it was horrible. Well, we did go through, she did not want her favorite jammies that she's worn every night this week. She wanted two other pairs of jammies first before fully on, then fully off before she decided that she wanted her favorite jammies. Gotcha. And a horrible mommy that I am, I forced her into a pull up. So she doesn't piss the bed and you don't have to clean it up again. Right. That Mm -hmm. too. And so she'll sleep longer because, you know, when she pees in the pull up, she stays asleep. When she pees in the bed, she wakes right up. I think she wakes up when she pees in the pull-up, too. I think she's just not nearly as upset. <laughs> she goes back to sleep. Yes. And, you know, heaven forbid Ozzy have to wear anything but sweatpants because he's already worn them all. Oh, good God. Me and him in the 
the I want soft pants. I know. You know, like last winter, he wore like freaking khakis every day. He also likes to button his shirt all the way up to the top button. Come on, bitch. That's true. But he's in for rude awakening when he gets forced into a pair of not sweatpants tomorrow because they're all dirty. Yeah, poor little dude. Just going to be traumatized. Like, not jeans again. Mm-hmm. Well, I was already informed that Liam wore shorts today. Oh. And I told him that he didn't have Liam's mommy and that tomorrow was going to be colder, so he does not get to wear shorts. Wow, he's pulling a Liam card on you, huh? Mm-hmm. Wish that kid had stopped calling me daddy. <laughs> Every time I go in there, hey, daddy. Hey, I know. Liam. Most of the kids identify like, hey, Ozzy's daddy. Hey. Hey, Ellie's mommy. (laughs) No, not Liam. He just walks up to me and says, hey, daddy. Okay, that's only slightly weird. Mm, Just a little bit. I mean, the kid does live right down the street, but still. Um, So, how's your day or week been? You know, why is it short weeks are always so long? Because you know you have, well, one, it's because you're anticipating the shorter or the the days that you don't have to work. And two, you got to cram all the stuff that you were going to do. For an entire week into like three days. These three days have been long. But you're done. I am. I'm done. I'm so excited. So anything going on with the kids? Anything this week? What do we do? Hmm? Swim lessons. Swim lessons. We also, didn't we go to uh, Carnival? Oh yes, the fall festival at the church. Yes. Oh, I love church events. Hey, apparently it was very popular based on how long we stood in line for everything. Yeah, that was fun. What was it, from three to six, and we got to do two things? We were there for an hour and a half, and we did three things. Mm-hmm. One of those things took two minutes. I still am dumbfounded at the little basketball shooting thing where he's like, oh, well, you get to pick a prize anyway. Just go rifle through that bag. I'm like, why would you give a kid that many options? <laughs> just give him a fucking trinket. That's he just wants a trinket. It took forever for them to rifle through the bag oh, because geez. he was a kid. It was just a, you know, a teenage boy. I know, but I'm just like, man, just pass some stuff out. And don't ever give a toddler two shots with a basketball. Give him like <laughs> 45 because they're taking them anyway. I know, right? Ozzy's like, two shots, whatever. As long as the ball is here, I'm going to keep throwing it. Which he did. Didn't make it in. So, you know, practice. It was kind of a high goal for a small one. Hey, man. That kid's got an arm on him. True. With no accuracy whatsoever. <laughs> he is three. So how were swim lessons? Anything crazy? Swim lessons were not crazy. We're still working on that swimming underwater thing, which I think Tavi likes a little less than Ozzy. Well, he said he didn't want to go underwater as much, didn't he? Like well, after? I took him underwater a few extra times, and, and I'm starting to let go and have him swim more around by himself, which I think he likes a little bit, but also kind of scares him. Gotcha. All right. Well, so like, you know, passively trying to drown him now. Yes, just passive drowning. Okay. You're correct. Yeah, good deal. Good deal. So we have a short week. Why do we have a short week? Because tomorrow is our anniversary. Oh, yay. What is it like? 45 years? Or 18. Okay. I can see how I get mixed up. Oh, I know. The numbers are so close. (laughs) Well, hey, I got to take back whatever uh, precious gem that I was supposed to buy you now and trade it back in for like 
oak or whatever, <laughs> whatever 18 is. Yeah, I haven't even looked. Don't know what 18 is. Yeah, after the kids are born, I kind of, uh, I haven't really paid attention to that as much. Yeah, because we're lucky we remember our anniversary. Yes. Pretty much. All right, well, let's get a drink and then, uh, and then we'll do this thing. Sounds like a plan. All right, Mama, it being Halloween and all, what are we talking about this week? Or October, I guess. I guess it's not Halloween. Halloween-ish. Halloween season. Halloween adjacent. We are talking about urban legends. Oh, it's a crock of shit. No, no, no. My friend had a cousin who knows someone who that happened to. <laughs> I, uh, I still love... I was talking to my brother, and I'm sure everybody's heard the flashing... The brights as thing. the gang initiation, right? They, yeah. So if you're driving along and someone's got the lights off and you flash your brights, that is a gang member is in the car with the lights off and they're supposed to turn around and, and follow you and kill you or whatever. It's it's like the initiation and that's how yes. they pick their their victims, right? Yes. So I was talking to my brother who is a rational man, and I said, "Yeah, man, that's that's complete bullshit. It's a it's a total urban legend." It was just made up. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know it's an urban legend, but it really happened in St. Louis. Come on, man. <laughs> and here's your card. Yes. Anyway, sorry. Yes. I, I, anytime you say urban legend, I just I just think of that conversation that I have with him. <laughs> I remember having a roommate who I think it was the same one who was like, oh, no, no, that really happened to someone I know mm. or something along those lines. Apparently, you know, I don't think they were murdered, but. But anyway, I just thought we'd talk about a lot of the ones that we heard growing up, which still apparently persist today, and some of the new ones. Well, and then I found, excuse me, I found a, a website on, on the internets that uh, yeah. has, yes, I know, crazy, right? Uh, that has some uh, urban legends that actually proved to be true. Oh. Yes. Wow. But before we go into that, I have to tell one other urban legend story. Okay, okay. My grandmother, I still distinctly remember this, telling the story about uh, like the guy in the back seat with the axe or whatever and the person behind some- him kept hitting the brights. Yes. I, she told us this story, not as like a ghost story, as in like it happened to somebody that she knew. And I was like a little, little kid when she told that story. I mean, she wasn't telling it directly to me. She was like telling it to other family and I overheard it. Mm-hmm. But it was not like in a setting of... You know, ooh, spooky or anything spooky. like that. Like I got it was a around story the dinner for you. table or something. Nice. Yeah, I was like, let me guess. Like it really happened? Absolutely, like it really happened. Like as as far as I'm as far as I know, when she told that story, she thought that was a true story. Interesting. It wasn't like years later that I heard it again, and I was like, wait a second, that's bullshit. I know, right? Some of the ones you hear like over and over. Oh, I can't remember what it is now because there was. There was one about a 9-11 bombers or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So what do you got? Well, I just started racking my brain and it's kind of amazing how they started coming to me. Um, one, I remember because I think it was, they turned it into a CSI episode or something. And that was where the helicopter picking up water to drop on a forest fire picks up a diver. Oh, and drops, yeah. him on the, drops him on the fire. I don't think I knew that was an urban legend. I I remember that episode. It was like it was like uh, CSI or one of those sh- mm-hmm. shows where like. Yep. Never actually happened. Interesting. 
Hmm. Mm-hmm. So you remember, do you remember the movie Candyman? Of course, Helen. So if you say Candyman in the mirror, is it three or seven times? I can't remember. Uh, the Candyman is supposed to, it's supposed to appear and get you. Yes. As Tavi would say. Get you. Get you. Uh, so now if you say that into a mirror three times, probably not going to happen, but there was a case in 1987 where uh, uh, somebody broke into a woman's house by like climbing through the medicine cabinet mirror of the adjacent uh, apartment. Mm-hmm. So the way the, the, the way the apartment building was built, you know, the, they mirrored each other. Oh, I gotcha. So yeah, so they broke in by kicking through that and coming in and they killed her. Creepy. So it kind of was Candyman. Yeah. It's a stretch, but still it happened. Well, how about the car thief that hides underneath your car and slices your ankles when you get out? You mean Gage? <clears throat> rendering, yes. Rendering you unable to chase them so they can steal your car. So, small undead child from Pet Cemetery. Yes, or car thief. Or car thief. That I always heard it as at a gas station, like when you go in to pay for gas, like you used to have to. Mm-hmm. And then you... uh that's when they crawl into your car and as you're getting in, slice your ankles. It seems like such an ineffective way to to get somebody. Yeah. But that's still that, uh, what was the, I, I don't want to ruin one of yours, but the hypodermics under the door handle. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was the more recent one. Having, yeah, yeah, the hypodermics under the door handle. So I've never heard this one before, but apparently like it's, it's, it's big in Canada. Yeah. Uh, there is a a rumor or there's an urban legend about a, a attorney that used to uh, worked in a high rise building that used to run <laughs> at the windows and throw himself against them to show how shatterproof they were. How odd of an habit. And apparently one day he ran at one of the, the panes and it broke and he fell to his death. Oh, what a horrible way to die. So. And that really happened. That man's name was Gary Hoy. And on wow. July 9th, 1993, Hoy made his signature tackle against the windows to impress some vi- visiting law students. The pain finally broke and sent him plummeting to his death. Oh. In a eulogy, managing partner Peter Lowers called Hoy one of the best and brightest at the firm. Oh, don't use that firm. <laughs> Well, I'm sure you've heard this one before about, um, you know, at least when we were kids about, you know, don't parents don't let your kids have um, the temporary tattoos that you lick and then put on because they're laced with LSD. Because, you know, drug addicts like to put all their drugs in stuff for other people. I know. For free. Also, apparently cow tipping is an urgent urban legend. Yeah. I totally... So I never went, but well, apparently because you don't. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, can't. But when I when I when I lived in Carthage, I remember people talking about going cow tipping, and I'm like, I think it's like that whole, uh, you take you take a girl out to inspiration point or whatever, and then tell her a horror story so you, can, you guys can snuggle up. I think it's kind of like that. Let's go cow tipping so you can get a girl alone 
And then hopefully you don't ever get to the cow. So it's like, hey, instead of we're going to Netflix and chill, hey, we're going cow tipping. I'm pretty sure there was no Netflix and chilling then. I know. They went cow tipping instead. Oh, I meant the same thing. <laughs> True. But I think I'd rather have somebody tell me they wanted to Netflix and chill than try to push a bovine over. Of course, speaking of little making out in car horror stories, there was always the hook man. The hook. And the hook was stuck to the door handle. Yeah. And they've, uh, no one's ever been hooked? killed, hooked, almost killed that way. Well, okay, so let's just unwrap that one for a second. How many people ever received an actual hook for a hand? Yeah. I'm thinking nobody ever. Well, there are those there are those ones that, that are kind of two-pronged with a little snappy thing that look kind of like a hook. But it, it's not a real hook. Anytime I've heard that story, it's like a full-on like meat packing, lift a dead cow up off the ground hook that is stuck to that door handle. True. So I'm pretty sure if uh, if you're an escaped convict, they probably don't let you keep the fucking metal gougy hook thing. Also true. So, who didn't know that was bullshit? Well, and there's the, then there's the one that had several variations that went with the babysitter. Either the babysitter being called from inside the house or the one where the, the babysitter was like laying on the couch and she thought the dog was licking her hand. Oh, but it was really the dude. But it was really the dude and, and he says... People can lick too, or something. It was really the guy right before he killed her. Humans can lick too. Uh, so again, the babysitter inside the house, or the the killer inside the house babysitter thing. I heard that story as a kid, as like a no bullshit. That's like really happened thing. I don't know. I heard that as a ghost story. Um, okay, so I don't know that I've ever really known this to be like an urban legend. I remember. It in uh, Tarantino's movie Four Rooms. Mm-hmm. Is it Tarantino, or is he just in it? Anyway, um, when they find the dead hooker in the bed, like the bed stinks and the kids are oh, in there, and Antonio yeah. Banderas I've, I've and Selma Hallick. I've heard that I'm, as a as a story. Like I, it happens in Vegas, and right. So okay, so if you guys don't, aren't familiar, like. Somebody goes to a hotel room, it smells, they complain, nobody can find the smell, and then it turns out that somebody has like cut open the box spring and stuffed a dead, dead body, body in, there. in there. Well, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. In 2010, guests at a budget lodge in Memphis were horrified to discover they had been sleeping above the body of Sony Millbrook, a missing oh my God, person. that really happened? <laughs> Fabric softener had been stuffed into <laughs> the ceiling tiles to try to, to mask the smell. Uh, at least three uh, other occupants had also rented the room since Millbrook's uh, disappearance. A court eventually convicted Millbrook's boyfriend, Lakeith Moody, of the crime. Wow. Um, so, sewer alligators, also apparently an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Which I guess that doesn't really surprise me. Now, yeah, somebody flushed their little baby alligator, and now it's a. Uh, now it's coming back to, to get you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody's buying that one. But you know, I am buying. What is another cocktail? All right. Hey, mama. 
Yes. What you drinking? Oh. Well, tonight I am drinking purebred, an old vine Zinfandel. Sticking with my red, but getting away from the blend. I have to like it. Is it a cow in the front? It is a cow in the front. And the funny thing is, it, I describe it as kind of meaty. Wow. You just said that. Um, mm-hmm. So if you push really hard on that bottle, does it fall over? No, because apparently that's an urban legend. Wow. Okay, just checking. So I'm drinking a little Four Roses small batch. I gotta say, it's good. So okay. I don't want to say it's not good. Gotcha. But I have a lot of people tell me this is really good. And to me, it's just meh good. Uh, I gotcha. It's just all right. Not fantastic, just good? Nothing Nothing really sticks out to me. I mean, I could lump this in with like five or six different, you know, whiskey slash bourbons. Okay, gotcha. So, cheers. Cheers, Blinky. Blinkies. So, do you know that whole exploding pigeons thing is bullshit? Exploding pigeons. So you're not supposed to throw rice at a funeral or at a funeral at a wedding anymore because uh, okay. apparently the pigeons eat it, and then since it's, since it's not cooked, when it gets in their stomach, it expands and they explode. I didn't realize they exploded, but I, that well, they do that. not. Okay, good to know. That so, sounds gross. I'm pretty sure whatever they throw now, that industry put the kibosh to the rice industry bubbles and birdseed are the two things that go now there you go birdseed fucking vipers mm-hmm. birdseed big birdseed <laughs> well gee along things line of things exploding um another urban legend which i've totally heard as been told that it happened to you know a friend of a friend is the spider bite where usually it seems like it's on the face, on the cheek. Oh, where it laid the eggs? Yeah, where they have what looks like a spider bite and it grows bigger and swells into a large boil and then bursts open and hundreds of tiny spiders come crawling out. See, and that's one of those things which, while it sounds creepy and whatnot, it's just like, it's so nasty that you kind of like both equally want it to be true and don't, ever want to think that that would really happen. True. And I've seen some gross stuff with bugs and wounds. I bet you have. Mm, yes. Let's talk all about it. Let's not. And one I didn't know was more modern until I was just looking around at, at, at Urban Legends was Slender Man. Yeah, Slender Man's super, super recent. 2009, based originated as, originated as an internet meme. Yes. Created by Something Awful forums victor user victor surge which is kind of weird that you can actually track that that you know like you couldn't track down the creator of any urban legend before the internet probably i know now but i didn't i guess i never realized that he was really an urban legend like i've seen him depicted in comics and things like that but um so one thing that i did discover when i was looking around is uh you know the whole thing that like some old lady's dog got wet and so unknowingly, she put it in the microwave to dry it off and it blew oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, and blew it up. So apparently that has never happened unknowingly. However, uh, pet owners with less 
innocent motives have been caught nuking their furry friends. Oh, gross. I messed up, man. Well, and if we're going to talk new ones, there's the most recent urban legend, which I had to, when I first heard about it, I had to research it. And that was just last year, the whole Momo challenge. Oh, yeah. With that puppet that was teaching kids how to commit suicide and that kids were actually doing it because they were performing the Momo challenge. He was giving them dangerous tasks that led up to I am surprised we're not just flooded with like urban legends. I guess you kind of are. It's just a lot of them aren't um, like scary or Mm -hmm. uh, they they come at you like in a different form. Like uh, like the uh, I'm going to say it wrong again. I always say Iranian prince, but the Nigerian prince, Mm -hmm. you know, like like scams and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess the scams are kind of that way. Well, like the whole Momo thing. That was like on the news as a real story. Like several news outlets picked it up. It wasn't That's just because numb nuts don't do research anymore. Yeah. And so despite the fact that you may know someone or heard about a kid who committed suicide because of the Momo challenge or almost did. No child has actually been found to have been harmed as a result of it. But hey, you know, parent groups, the news, everyone said you did. And there have been things found on YouTube, YouTube kids that talked about suicide and things that were disturbing. Mm-hmm. But they weren't that weird, creepy Momo doll. That was a weird little thing. And then I still remember like after that came out, some asshole posted a video where he was like, oh, yeah, I like my kid was just watching uh Papa Pig or something and like this thing pops in in the middle and it was a little Momo thing and it had this creepy little voice and I'm like they just did it for the views. Yeah. Fuckers. That came up after the fact. So urban legends are still being invented and propagated and the old ones are hanging around which I know right? I thought some of those would have gone bye bye. I came across some ones that I had never heard like uh, I've never heard that uh, like rat urine business where like an employee at a store like opens a can of soda and drinks it and uh, gets sick and dies because of the toxicity of the rat urine that was on the because they didn't wipe it off. Oh, yeah, yeah. On the outside of the can. Yeah. So it has been proven that that could make you sick, but it won't kill you. Mm. So I wonder if like the Taco Bell employees putting poop in your food and all that. See, there's another one that I heard that uh, supposedly... Um, oh, well, that happened in Kansas City. Well, it supposedly happened in Springfield. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's what I heard. So uh, I, I was even told which Taco Bell it happened at. Oh, well, and see, I was told by a guy that said that he worked at that Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. That one of the guys, this was last night, and he pooped in the beans. So apparently everyone, every Taco Bell's serving up shit. Just sitting in the beans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I was surprised about the exploding pigeons one. And then um like the human spider nests, like people with like dreadlocks and stuff, like having spiders in their hair and stuff like that. Oh, because the, uh, they're all dirty. Yeah. The uh stolen organs. Oh, how did we forget about stolen organs? Uh, because it's not a thing anymore. But yeah, apparently it's just a bunch of bullshit. Like waking up in the bathtub with a note, bathtub full of ice with a note that your kidney's yeah. been taken. It's just 
I mean, again, you got to kind of break that one down. Like, and I remember hearing that thinking that was crazy that that happened in Vegas or wherever. Um, but like, you'd need like an actual doctor, you know, like I would believe it more if somebody just cut your kidney out and left you to die. Mm -hmm. The fact that they like reconnected all of the, all uh, like, you know, all of the, uh, the circulatory system and sewed you back up and put you on ice. See, I think I heard it as a medical student was the one who was doing it and selling to pay for medical school, selling your organs. So, but they're closing. I mean, it, it would make more sense to let them die. Like they might remember who you are. I know. Right. I don't know. You know, I don't know how many medical students are surgically adept at, uh, I would think that's a pretty organ and so and so and back up in a hotel I, I would, room either. I would think that's a pretty advanced surgery that you're doing, but hey, eh. Eh, whatever, just rub a little dirt on it. You that's know. true. And if I was going to steal your organ, you know, if I'm going, if I'm going to organ theft, I might as well just jump on over to murder. Well, and if it's like one kidney is like what supposedly like a couple hundred thousand dollars on the black market, why not take both of them? I know. Yeah, exactly. I'd be like, here's a liver and a spleen. What, what do you want? I got a whole body here. I got a brain, you know? What? I like, yeah, I would think that if you're going to harvest an organ, because think about it. Just every harvest time, them all and make a fortune off of one one shot. Right. Instead of doing it to multiple people. Yeah, that's much more efficient. Yes. I like that plan much better. All right. Let's go murder some people. All right. So, Mama, you're not going to believe this, but... What? I'm kind of awake. Wow. Yeah. All this scary talk about urban yes, legends. Yes, uh, I, I, I don't think I could sleep right now. Uh, no, it probably has more to do with the fact that I slept for like eight and a half hours yesterday, which like is unheard of. Yeah, that would do it. You were hard to get out of bed this morning. I was, I was deep, deep in it. I had kids snuggle on me. It was a good night. I know. But now I want to stay up and watch TV. Okay. All right. So, uh, so you want to call it on the old podcast? Yes. For this evening. But if there's any urban legends we missed or any new ones, please fill us in. I'm kind of enjoying this. Oh God, yes. If there's something new that you think of that that we haven't heard, which I'm sure there's a billion of them out there, especially since like Canada is like a whole untapped resource that you know all the canadians yeah if anybody knows anybody in canada like send them this podcast because i want to know some canadian urban legends eh? Eh. but if you do have any uh cool new urban legends that i can tell my kids and freak them out uh email us at whiskey wine and parenting at gmail.com or you can always send dick pics to page on instagram on whiskey wine and parenting at instagram oh Boy, remember, I'll put them in our stories. There you go. Wiener Palooza. Um, and if you like this uh, podcast, do us a favor and give us a five-star review. Um, and if you really like this podcast, share it with a friend. Just sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Our kids will tell you that every mm, fucking day. Yes. Especially if you won't give them something. And they want you to share with them. Yes. And until next time, thanks for playing. We'll see you out there. Good night. Good night.